Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Inshallah, in each episode, our goal is to bring you ideas related to all things, the psychology of human habits and how they make us or break us, and more importantly, how to break the bad habits that hold you back and make good ones for successful changes so that you can become healthier happier smarter wiser stronger and the best or greatest version of yourself inshallah one habit at a time starting with you and me today thank you for listening enjoy the podcast أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله ربي اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل أقدة من لساني يفقه قولي أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين All praise and thanks due to Allah Hi everyone I hope you are good and well in good health and iman in faith inshallah and in today's episode we're going to continue with the second part of the story of our dear brother Abdullah Jannah and his journey from Christianity to Islam. So without further ado, we'll continue where we left off from last week, inshallah. And before I ask you my next question, which is about uh, thinking and curiosity, and can you tell us that beautiful quote of yours? The ability to reason is one of God's finest gifts to the world. It is almost transcendent if we are able to utilize this wonderful gift. Truth is self-evident with reason, because we are rational beings. But if we choose to ignore this heavenly blessing, then know for sure as spring follows winter and night follows day, we will be amongst the mindless and be regretful. Yo, subhanAllah, that's powerful, mashallah. Dude, that's why... So that's why I'm saying, like, see, it's it, you see that ability to reason, and you know, it's a good gift, like you mentioned there, mashallah, a beautiful quote, powerful quote. Why do you think that, like, so that's what I'm saying, we're just natural, curious being, but why do so many of us shoo it away and ignore, like, why do you think it's a tendency? It looks like it's the human tendency to ignore the big questions of life. So we just sleep through years, and even even people not discovering their own talent, their own gifts and their purpose, why do you think we don't use the ability to think? That's a good question. Why don't we use the ability to think? I believe, first and foremost, this is from Allah. It is Allah who inspired this mindset in us. And my mother, you know, is my role model. In terms, She was my first teacher. The home was my first school. And after graduating from her school, I knew what was the, um, what was really the purpose of life. Before we leave home to go to school, we were already equipped. So all my brothers and sisters, we, 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 we are alike. We are, we are very cultured because of the environment. We, we, we were taught to really to be, to respect ourselves. I'll tell you something in Jamaica is about my home. Eating out was something very wrong to do. If you go and you eat outside, you will get a beating. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
you, you don't go out and eat. Yeah. You don't go out and fight. You don't go out and disrespect anyone. So this kind of culture, or this kind of um, you know, respect for people, for the environment, it, it, it takes roots. It's a nurturing. When a child or a person doesn't reflect, it's, it's the home. I believe it's, it's... So it's environmental factor, you reckon, yeah, that it doesn't... I, I, I get believe it. it's all coming from the home. Yeah. You know, that that kind of case study of why people don't think and some think and some reflect and some don't. I believe it's all to do with mothering. So, it's that, so that early upbringing shapes your mindset for yes. the remainder yeah. of the how you will take your yeah. the course of life. Yeah, it's my mother's doing... I'm a, I'm, a ref, I'm a representative of my mother. Yeah. My she made you think, gone. reflect from yeah. a young age. I mean, from... I am what my mother has taught me. Yeah. From a early childhood. You know, wherever I go. Because she believed in one of the statements from the Bible. It says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will never depart from it. So I believe my mother trained me. Has kept me on the straight and narrow mm. all my life. It has kept me out of prison. It has kept me from the wine bar, from the drug saloon, from all these negative stuff. Negative things. Yeah. Negative habits you could have learned. <laughs> yeah. She, so the other thing I was saying, so it also brings me nicely into what you're saying, because you worked in prison for eleven years. Eleven years. So what, what when you saw that, did you see did you see that as well that people were not thinking because to get, to end up in prison you obviously have to be making not, uh, not obviously a human person you always make mistakes but even have you noticed that there are people who when they come back out from prison yeah. they still go back to the same old way and then you know it's like making mistakes is normal like it's human uh, no person is perfect so you're going to end up making mistakes and end up in prison or do regretful things yeah. but then even after that have you noticed people that come back and why do you think even then people in, come like, back to the like, same. Like I said to you before, I believe. So you still like even then when you make a. I'm saying even from experience, and if even if you like and okay, I get what you're saying. Like say the environment shapes you, your upbringing. But I'm saying what about the negative experiences? Why don't we learn from that? For example. I I I, I believe this is my personal view. Yeah. That, <laughs> that there's something that is ordained. Yeah, from on, Allah. On each of us. Yeah. And no two people are the same. Yeah. And I believe that sometimes God just likes someone. Yeah. And the mothers, the parents, their prayers and their blessing is on that child. Yeah. I, I believe this is just the way we're cut out. And um, it's not us. Yeah. That it's the color of Allah. Like, out the way. You yeah. Know, I'm going to do this. I'm, I believe there's something... Now, because as Muslims, we believe in the Qadr of Allah. Yeah. We're saying we believe by Allah says, Allah will never change the condition of people until they change what's within themselves. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's that ability of that beautiful quote of yours where you said, We have all got that ability to uh, make a decision and to think or reflect, even though, like you say, even though, yes, our upbringing, our environment shapes us, but we still get, like, you know, like I call it, like a little punch in the tummy or in the face yeah. like the school of life will give you a punch in the mouth <laughs> to uh, to learn from it but people I noticed they you get these some people they learn from their experience 
and then they change their course, meaning obviously Allah knows something good in their heart. Or like you say, obviously we believe in the qadar of Allah. You know, you see even that with the Prophet Sallallahu uncle, he was, he's the more for the Prophet Sallallahu and Abu Talib protecting him even, even more than any any of us would probably ever do, you know what I mean, for the deen, what he protected him. Yeah, he still never, Allah never guided him to Hadaya. Do you see what I'm saying? Even though his character and his attributes from a perspective of human, do you get it? He was still... Yeah. I mean, the my journey hmm. was already mapped out. Yeah, mashallah, yes. I so I, I believe if Allah hadn't seen some goodness in my heart, yeah. he, he wouldn't have guided me. Yeah. But you have to have that desire. The desire, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and to, to know, curiosity to, and interest. To, to want that interest, hmm. to want to know. And I have that desire. I yeah. want to know from a child. I remember asking my mother from a very young age, Mama, where did I come from? Yeah, from a young age. From a young I asked her. I still remember. And she said to me, in those times, mothers were very embarrassed. They were not able to, you know, explain to their child yeah. the biology. So they, they would say, that bird or the nurse brought me. And she told me the, n- the nurse used to ride a bicycle. Mm. A little grip on the back of the car or bicycle, you know, the, the, the nurses who deliver babies. And she said to me, The nurse brought me. And I believe you, I accept that. Yeah. For years, all yeah. my life, the nurse brought me, you know. Yeah, you were not able to <laughs> yeah. tell me the details. Yeah. And I believed her. Sasa. And that was it, I put aside, and um, that Easy. was enough for me. So I believe parenting is the, is, is, is the, is the reason. For the child to develop the, the, those kind of curiosity nice and interest and in, be curious. In, in, it's like they said, behind every successful man is a good woman. Mm. And I believe this. Mm. I believe in the matriarchal family yeah. where the woman is the queen, the head of the home. And Allah has blessed her with certain quality because she's got the womb of mercy, of love, of compassion. You know, how to discipline the child. So my mother, she was a very good mother. I'm not everybody would say their mother is good. Yeah. Uh, but my mother, she had certain s- skills that that she is um, reinforcing. Yeah, installed in you, like in, from a young age. From a young age. Yeah. And I always reflect back on on those things. And I, I, I it's what I said to you in the beginning. Mm. I'm not easily impressed. Yeah. Because what she gives me. Yeah. You know what she implanted in my from a young in age. my in my house of us mm. as carrying me, so I'm comfortable yeah. with who I am. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because when you're comfortable with who you are, you're able to make firm decisions on yeah. your own terms, isn't it? Yeah. Even like you said, probably one that recently you said you didn't pay attention to the consequences yeah. of. And yeah. of the like offense, like we said, when you made that decision, yeah. you could have done it a better way. Which was, I was gonna say, what advice would you give to your twenty-year-old self that you would know? Would it just be that, or is there anything you would? A twenty-year-old today. Yeah, or your when you were your twenty, when you were twenty years that you now know. For example, like for example, you said maybe you know, like if you give me an example where you said if you would have known that decision of how you approached the missus and uh, her mother-in-law when you became a Muslim. Maybe you said in that context, you said you there were there were things that you you maybe would have done better because now you're more experienced. Yeah. So what advice would you give to your twenty year old self that you now know? Oh, you would give it to a twenty year old 
person today anyway. Uh, about so, what, what choice? Yeah, about, about like that, that something you know. For example, like for example, in my life, I would say, uh, do not hang about with the wrong crowd of friends because three times I did that, <laughs> yeah. and each time I regretted it. So if I was if I was advising a twenty year old kid or even advising my twenty year old self, I would say, do not hang about with the wrong crowd of friends. So I'm saying, is there anything that you that you would advise that? You know, I, I always go back to the environment. Mm. You see, the Jamaican environment was born in brother. I, I was grew up near the sea. Yeah. The beach was my playground. Yeah. The beach, the sea, the blue sky. The, you could smell the salty sea breeze in the evening time. You watch a fisherman going and coming. The, sail, the boat sailing. The the environment, my brother, was second to none. Mm. It's, it's a... It's a it's a child dream to, to be born in that environment. It is absolutely... Christopher Columbus said when he discovered Jamaica, he said the fairest of all land. Yeah. When he went back to Queen Isabella and he was trying to explain to her about the beauty of Jamaica, he said the fairest of all land. There's nothing so, more beautiful than that. Yeah. So in my soul, yeah, I, I know what beauty is. Yes. So for Islam, it had to be bet, top notch. Yeah. For then, me to accept Islam, yeah. it had to be pure, it had to be above board, transparent, mm. for me to go down there. It's not just I jump into Islam. Yeah, of course, yeah. Because where I'm coming from, it's, it's very wholesome. Yeah. It's transparent, it's very nice, it's beautiful. So for me to leave something that is nice and go to something it's got to be better yeah it's got to be untouchable and islam is yeah so advice my advice to 20 year old brother you know like if the if the parenting didn't have that initial input yeah it's going to be difficult it's parental input at the initial stage of life yeah that religious grounded to fear god yeah. That God is all seeing, all knowing. To to love your parents, to respect your neighbors. I mean Sabbath. The, the Muslim don't know what Sabbath is. Yeah, I was gonna say Sabbath is it, we know that it's, it's related to the Saturday, you know, like it's a day off to it, contemplate. Is that what it is? The, the Sabbath begins on Friday sunset. Okay, yeah. So, so Marhib time will be Marhib as we say, like yeah. Friday Marhib. Yeah. yeah. So on a Thursday and a Friday we prepared. Two days before. The clothes is washed, yeah. it's iron, yeah. the shoes is clean, everything is provided, yeah. ready. So it's like I'm a Muslim, yeah. Juma is tomorrow, my clothes is ready on Thursday night. Yeah, imagine that, yeah. Everything is, my tobe is ironed, everything is ironed and hung up and ready. Yeah. I don't do it Friday morning. Yeah. So I got this from them. Yeah. So. So yeah, yeah. You, so you got that. Oh, see, that's a habit. That's what I'm saying. That was a habit you learned from a young age uh, for your in Christianity, and then now you're preparing yourself for Chimra. Yeah. So you still so, got the same so, habit. Yeah. So those early discipline to love to go to church mm. is 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 taking time from the secular. Yeah. To to, to respect the opposite of secular is reverence. Yeah. I knew what reverence is, brother, yeah. from early childhood. Yeah. There's a time to play and a time not to play. Yeah. Children, they don't have that today, yeah, that yeah. barrier. They think anything goes. Yeah. But from an early child, 
when I go to church, there was um, six of us, six brothers, yeah. one sister. You go to church, my yeah. mom would say, go to the toilet. Because once you went in, it's not like, can I go to the toilet? Yeah. There's no in and out. You sit there and you wait until the sermon is finished. It's not like children nowadays, they, they're in and out. Yeah, so there was disciplining you from grace. So, you know, on in the Sabbath, so what do you do? Is it to contemplate on to contemplate on the creation of God? Or can you explain the, that the to Sabbath us? The Sabbath was for Bani Israel. Yeah. They kept the Sabbath. It's a time where you you leave the secular and you you, you contemplate, you reflect, mm. you praise God. Yeah. That's all you do for that 24 hours. From Friday sunset to Saturday sunset. Just no, no cooking, yeah. no shopping, yeah, n- nothing. Just thinking, contemplating, praising. Just praising God. Ridiculous, yeah. So that's from a childhood. We find that very sweet. It was very um, deep, very. Yeah. Um, it reconciled. It, it makes you value the things that, like the, the the day after Saturday is Sunday. Yeah. Where everybody go to beach. So you, when you're at church. You can't go to beach on the Sabbath. So you value it. You say, wow, you look at the beach, you can't wait for tomorrow yeah. to enjoy it. So it makes you value life. So you appreciate more, you appreciate, appreciate more. things. When and something is taken from you, yeah. you value it and you look forward to it. Yeah. And so from a, so you don't I, take it for granted. Like where, when you get used to it, that's a habit. And once you get used to something, it's a habit. Yeah. Like I said in my fourth pillar, you become accustomed to it. Once you become accustomed to something for a long time, you take it for granted. granted. You're like even breathing. Yeah. Like if Allah doesn't take your breathing away from you. Or it's like when you, you know, you've been, and if you've been healthy and well for like a few years, yeah. you forget the, what being ill is and then you don't take your health. But if you get ill for one week, suddenly you realize. So just to, so that made you grounded on a young age yeah. to appreciate, appreciate in things. And the other thing I was going to say, do you think that also made you and internally comfortable because a lot of people they scared these kind of like scabing you know <laughs> if you look at drugs alcohol and stuff this is people using this as a escape mechanism like to escape their problems so i'm saying if you are like you know when you can look inside yourself you kind of like feel comfortable that's what i'm saying like you never went say for example you say you know obviously it was thanks to allah and also your parenting from a young age that you never look for because if you look at a lot of bad habits like drugs alcohol stuff like this they just all temporary relief yeah. from something anyway. I remember as a child, yeah. there was an old neighbor, they were moving house. Yeah. And people normally come around and help each other. Yeah. If they were going to farmland, their old neighbor would help that person. Yeah. Cut the grass, burn the grass, dig up the ground and so on. They help each other. Yeah. So it was a ter- this guy, Mr. Larson, yeah. who was moving his house. Yeah. So everybody came in and helped. At the end of moving the house, he killed a pig. Yeah. A big pig. Yeah. And um, he cooked the pig. Yeah. <laughs> and dumplings and bananas. And it's a big meal. Yeah. I mean, killing a pig to feed the people who helped him. Yeah. And me and my brothers were there and he served us the pig. Yeah. And we said, no, we don't eat pork. Yeah. And he said, okay, we'll give you the gravy. Yeah. From the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we said no, we don't even want the gravy. Yeah, and I never, we never felt envious. We never felt we we're missing out. Yeah, we never felt hungry. Yeah. 
for that. Yeah, yeah. Even though everybody's doing it, everybody's you're firm. Yeah. You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> yeah. The pork is sweet. Yeah. Curry so pork. No, that's another thing. Fear of missing out is another thing because when you have a fear of missing out on something, this is why a lot of people now are getting addicted to social media because you're hanging about. Even as I experienced this with my friend, like it's like when you try to when you hang about from crowd of friend and you try to leave it, you think they're having fun. Yeah. So you have a fear of missing out. So you're like, you know what, I can't stay at home, it's boring. So you would go and when you actually go and spend the time with yeah. them, you find that you're not actually missing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of young people now, social media they, the way they get addicted to it and fear of missing it. They even call it an FOB. Fear, was it FOB? No, FOM. Yeah, fear of, fear of missing it. FOM. Yeah, something like that. Fear of missing it. It's even become like that. Yeah. So, an acronym like that. So, and, and this is what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people, they go on Facebook and then the people are posting out on things. You know what I mean? And on, like, you know, maybe nice cars. Some people don't even, yeah. haven't even actually got that stuff. Yeah. They might even take a car, picture of your car, make it look like it's their car. Yeah. So people are missing out. So, so going back to that point, I'm saying, even because you were firmly grounded and everyone's having fun and in that peak, that's what I'm saying. When you're firm on the inside, on, on your own beliefs, yeah. then you, you don't really care about what other people have got. No. Or you're not fear. Oh, you're not thinking like you say. You're not fear of missing, missing out on something at yeah. all because from early childhood, the grand yeah. The, the <laughs> food. If you try to impress me with food, you're insulting me. Yeah, it's an insult. Yeah, you understand. So from childhood, um, we grew up on 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 a religious footing, foundation. Yeah, about all the goodness of God. And the, 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 the quality of God, what he likes. Yeah. He don't like you to show off on the neighbors. He don't like you to boast. You know, the whole concept of humanity, how to behave. We, we were grounded in this, yeah. you know, from a early child. So if someone doesn't have those basic etiquettes from a child, it's, it's not easy to, in- to, 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 to inject change. Yeah. You have to go along with what they have, are on and try to modify it. Yeah, so it, t- it takes time to reprogram, like a lot of patience as well, yeah, it, to reprogram yourself. And Yeah, I mean, I, I've spoken to guys in the prison and you ask them, brother, if you have another choice to make, you know, would, would, you, have done, would you have done differently? And they all said yes. Put them back in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. They say they wouldn't have done what they've done. Yeah. Because they're doing twenty five years, they're doing thirty yeah. years. With a silly mistake. Yeah. But they come out and they do it again. Yeah. Because it's the old habit die hard as they say. Yeah, it. they come out and they go back into it. So it's that environment, isn't it? That's why we like we say that's why you know the space of like people don't read this why I, even I've discovered this like your environment and your space. It, it has a subtle trigger in you because you have a link and association with it. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Like so like now when we go to the masjid, everybody enters it and then it's quiet. Or if you go to the cinema, you intuitively yeah. don't shout. You know, you don't say, Yeah, yeah hello, yeah, I'm in the cinema. Yeah. You don't do that. Because as soon as you walk into the cinema, yeah. everybody yeah. everybody's talking quiet. There's so you get it. Yeah. There's a code. So growing up Come in Jamaica, here. brother, yeah. Like I said to you, if I had come from another family, mm. I wouldn't be what yeah, I am. Yeah, you know, you wouldn't be curious or interested because you grew up in a family where being curious and interested yeah. and a religious home. Yeah, religious home. First and foremost, religion. Yeah. 
religion, religion, religion. Every day, night, you go to bed praying. Yeah. You wake up praying. Before you eat, you have to say, thank the Lord for what I'm about to receive. Amen. You never eat, put something in your mouth without saying a grace. Yeah, so you appreciate it. You, it's like you say, Bismillah. Bismillah, yeah. But in the, in the Adventist song, you say, thank the Lord for what I'm about to receive. Yeah. This was... So, a lot, of, a lot of Muslims, they look at people coming into Islam, like they have some preconceived ideas yeah. that you, you're coming from the gutter, you're coming from darkness. Yeah, there's some good aspects of it because it's like, because all religions are like, you know, the books, like the, the Bible of the books, really when you look, it's just over the years it's been changed, in it? So there was a lot of foundation that's already... The only thing missing what I had in Islam was the Tawheed. Tawheed, yeah. If I had the Tawheed as a Christian, yeah. I wouldn't have to come into Islam. Yeah. But it's the Tawheed yeah. that bring me into Islam. But the other aspects of it... It was there. It was the there, yeah. And gratitude, being grateful for what you got. Yeah. Appreciating. All, all the principles. Contemplating. Is, because the, the, the Quran said it just yeah. came to confirm what came before. Before, yeah. So Musa, Dawood, when you read the Psalms and the Bible, you will see... If you read the Bible from an Islamic spectacle, yeah, you will see that it's no different from the Quran, yeah. even though they have played so with it. Yeah, but you can still see the principle. Yeah, because the pr- pr- major big prophets are the same in it, like Prophet same. Musa, Prophet the Messenger, the same. Yeah, and the principle are the same. Yeah, so just the Tawheed. That's the major. Yeah. So it's the Tawheed. The Trinity didn't make sense to me. Mm. He didn't add up. As a Christian, you know, to believe in the one God, to believe, to believe yeah, in the one that's God. what brought me to Islam completely. The mm. Tawheed and um, you know, in charity, the other things were there, like being good to your neighbors. Yeah, I, I used to, as a child, we used to visit the hospital, yeah, where my mother would go and sing for the sick people. She used to cook food and bring it to the poor houses yeah. for the people who they had poor houses, people who didn't have nothing. Feed them. You should go to the prison, yeah, and visit them. Even in England, London, we used to visit the, as a Christian the prison. Yeah, and um, is that how you got a job? Is that when you started working? Is that one of the trickiest things that made you to get a job there? Or? No, they, they, we had a Malcolm X bookshop. Yeah, down here, and this lady came one day and said, um, "If me and Isaac could, um, would like a job." Did you sell that shop to Ali? Ali used to have, is that yeah, because yeah, Ali used to, eh, Sheikh Saeed, eh, Sheikh Saeed, I did, yeah, yeah. 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 okay, yeah. So they asked Mashallah, me, yeah. the woman asked us if we would like to come and work in the prison with black prisoners, mm. and we said, yeah, and the, the government employed us to try and show them crime doesn't pay. That mm. was our brief, yeah, crime doesn't pay, yeah, because of the technology that. Is around. You're more likely to be. You drive a car and it's recorded everywhere. There's cameras, and there's neighbors looking at you. Yeah. So you haven't got much chance. So it doesn't pay. Yeah. And um, but they didn't. Some of them didn't believe. They believe it pays. Yeah. (laughs) It's a risk and reward, isn't it? It's a a risk. Yeah. So. So that's how you got ended up getting that job, that lady just from the shop. What made you get a shop anyway? That's not how did you? I know you was a book lover. You've always been a book lover from a young age, isn't it? Yeah. 
From That's a good question. Why did we open the bookshop? Yeah. bookshop? Okay, when, when you come into Islam, mm. you're very enthusiastic. You just don't want to come and sit down and go to sleep. You want to, you're motivated yeah. to do things. To do things, yeah. So we said, let's um, open a bookshop. You and Ishaq, just to go back a point, was you and Ishaq good friends? And before, or did you did you both become Muslims in a separate way? I, I became Muslim before Islam. Okay, and were you friends anyway together? Before, before when I became Muslim. Yeah, did you know him? That's what I'm saying. Did you I know, know him? him. Yeah, so you knew him. Yeah. Yeah, I knew him. I used to work in the center where he was one of the managers. Okay, yeah. So and that's why I met him. Met him, yeah, and who, and then and then he became a Muslim. He became a Muslim after. Was, did you introduce it to him, or was he actually he was already researching and stuff? You have to ask him. Yeah, yeah I'll ask him. Yeah, well, I pick his brain. Yeah. yeah but yeah. anyway, so you and then you went into a business shop together. We we decided that the the community need a kind of um, you know, especially the Caribbean community. A proper understanding of what Islam is all about. Yeah, this was our intention. This was our um, focus. Yeah, you know, strictly to re-educate the the Caribbean community what Islam is all. So this is why we chose the Malcolm X Bookshop. name. Yeah, to show that you come into Islam, you don't have to change your name. Yeah, you can still carry your name. Because a lot of people look at Islam and feel. When you come as a Muslim, when you come, you have to be Pakistani or you have to be an Arab. You become cloned. Yeah. You lose your identity. So we're trying to show the community, um, no, no, it's not like this. So we had a bookshop mm. selling history books. Yeah. It wasn't a Muslim books. We're it's selling history books, yeah. children books. Yeah. But from a historical, positive you know, role model books yeah. about Marcus Garvey, Booker T. Washington, Malcolm X. Yeah, Booker T. Washington. Historical books. Yeah. So people can go and read. Because sometimes the history can read the people. You. Up, yeah. you're, a hist- you're a student of history anyway, isn't it? Can, <laughs> you like your history. It can enlighten yeah. you into, yeah. into Islam. Yeah. You know? And um, so we had a bookshop. It wasn't a business adventure. We had a table with chairs. Mm. We had a fridge with super malt and drink. Yeah. And we had money to give to people if they want lunch. Yeah. So, so yeah, your intention was like to awareness and focus and teach them people like yeah. kind of awa- so away if, if one of the drug guys come in and want money, we said no. Mm. Are you hungry? And we've gone by we wouldn't give him the money. We'd go. We'd go and buy the chicken and chips yeah. and give it to him. And he, they could eat inside. Yeah, they had a table. And the yeah, there's a big table that was in there with chairs. They could have coffee and tea yeah. free and biscuits <laughs> free. Yeah. But no money was given out to nobody. Yeah. I remember one lady, her mother died in Jamaica and she didn't have the fear to go to Jamaica. Yeah. And she came to us and asked for a loan. We loaned her. So we wanted to yeah just to do good like in it was a community initiative initiative yeah, yeah. to enlighten the people about Islam it was a role model project for the people to see that hey these guys you know they're okay you mm. know they're not as what the muslim what they preconceive Islam is all about you know yeah. that's why i was saying those preconceived notions like or ideas like habits of mind, in it, they need somebody just to help them break it because it's those yeah. habits of mind that, yeah. so like even that that's his second or third book when you, it was I think it was the second one where you said there 
the guy and who wrote well you doomed you know the book about doom and you know he's trying to create a negative image of islam it might be like now the media they link and associate the word terrorist straight away people link you with islam because the yeah. is being conditioned in it yeah so people now so when you and you feel coming from african caribbean you feel that they maybe people think they have to shift their whole identity because yeah. they link islam with asian yeah. or arab people yeah. so you think oh, if i become muslim i have to shift yeah yeah and, uh, and that's what people normally say to people or oh, you become you've taken on Pakistani religion yeah you yeah. have to dress like a Pakistani <laughs> yeah. dress like an Arab <laughs> yeah. or you yeah. Korea <laughs> <laughs> it's like the habits of the mind isn't it yeah. that's why I realised it's those habits of mind sometimes people if they can that's why I'm saying curiosity yeah. comes from being curious to be open heart and an open mind to see to listen to the other person to understand not to like to reply but to understand what the person is trying to say or where he's come from if you can do that yeah. that's when he opens your mind that's why even you look at even 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 if you look at people who achieve success yeah. they yeah. say um they they see they're curious they read other people they see other things they look in history they see they open and then that's how you make connection even just just say innovation that's how innovation comes people so obviously more than innovation is obviously the big questions of like what's the purpose of life who are you? Where did you come from? Where are you going? All those questions. People, because of fear or because of their habits of mind, yeah. they kind of like, you know, they don't look. So unless, you, that's what I'm saying, you need initiatives like what you're trying to do just to open the people's heart yeah. and their mind say, look, approach things with curiosity and interest. I mean, we mm. went to the brothers, the Saudi brothers, to invest in the bookshop. Yeah. Make into a library, yeah, a bona fide library. We are, it's not a business enterprise. I mean, we, we went on the side of a business eventually to pay the bills to survive, yeah, to be, yeah. but it wasn't our money, it wasn't interesting. That wasn't your intention, like no, your business to make profit, yeah. It was to totally get the people in the community to be more acceptable, yeah, awareness, create awareness of Islam. That was our intention. Yeah. And we did a good job. We were open for five years. Mashallah, Many yeah. people took shahada. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> we sold thousands and thousands of pounds of books. Yeah. And, um, you know, we know people from all over the world who've come and met. We sold out so many books, Quran. We sold out, especially when September 11 was happening. Yeah. We sold yeah, out. Yeah, because, because people were curious then, I suppose. Something big happened, innit? People want to know... Yeah, it was amazing. Absolutely. We we still talked about it, closing it down, you know. Yeah. But it was unfortunate that we couldn't have kept it all. Could be, uh, yeah. So did you try to get, did you say you tried to ask the Saudi Arabia? And you we asked the Saudi brothers when Risala was being built. Yeah, Risala in, in, yeah, in next to Tesco, innit? Yeah. Yeah, Risala. We asked the brothers to, to take it and make it part of the... The mischief, yeah, project, yeah. As a Dawah office. But they said the they, they mosque is enough. Yeah, so they just focused on the mosque, yeah. Which was a big mistake. Yeah. If they had had that, it, it would be... You wanted it to be sustainable because it was like a little hub, innit? It was like a little community hub yeah. where you not only just in bringing awareness, but also, like you said, like that, for example, that lady who needed 
yeah. and how she sees the goodwill yeah. of the people when she's in a situation. We could have done a lot. Yeah, shot. expanded on it. They lost that um, opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> it was an opportunity. Yeah, that's the other thing because opportunities and they come ran and and then. <laughs> They, they, don't, they don't know. Yeah, when you, you so you, you have to. Know. Yeah, you have to take advantage of Mela because those who take advantage yeah. of. And is there any advice you would give to any person who's struggling with any bad habits, and who wants to make some good habits if they're struggling? What would you advise them? Like I always go back to the concept of your friends, the environment, family. You know, this is the key to breaking away from habits, is being associated to the right person. Because we are all vulnerable, we are all human beings created weak, you know? Yes, sir. You know, in ACE, we, we, are, we, are, we are really hopeless. <laughs> We're faithful weakness, isn't it? Because yeah. when you look at the big picture of the universe, even like, look, just coronavirus. Yeah. The question in a year, coronavirus has changed the humanity. Yeah. One day you feel strong, the next day you're weak. Yeah. You know, we're not consistent. Yeah. So, you know, to to advise someone about habits, it's, it's not easy, brother. Yeah. Habits is not easy to break. Um, it's, it's, it's the mercy of God and the human being that can change us, really, yeah. and stop us from going down a certain path, you know. But we have to have that desire that that to want to. We we have to take that step. I, I want I want to change. I want to get away. I want this and I want that, you know. Yeah. Before we can really fulfill that um conquer the habits, you know. It, it's not easy about it. So clarity, like getting clarity on what you actually want mm. and the desire to want to change like 100%. And of course, pay the price. <laughs> pay the price. Yes, you have to pay the price. <laughs> Which is an immediate, usually and often is there's an immediate pleasure or something like you, you, even like you said, where you said you worked so hard for that house yeah. and then you walked away from it for your religion. But you wouldn't go back because Allah, you, what you've got now is much more better yeah. Um, and before I forget, I was going to say, I know you're working on a big project. Is there any time management or tactics or strategies you use when you want to f- stay focused on accomplishing something? I know in your phone, for example, you put it on silence. <laughs> yeah. For example, is there any other way in tactics, strategies that you use to focus on accomplishing on your goals? Even like before, when you managed to get your dream house like that. How did you stay focused? You, you need peace and quiet, you know? Yeah. Um, I like my garden. Yeah. I'm a garden person. You start, do you sit there to think, to write? Yeah, yeah. I go in my garden. Distraction free. Yeah, I, I, I spend a lot of time in the garden. And nature, you've got a lot of flowers and trees. Yeah. I suppose growing up in Jamaica, you was in yeah. nature. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the environment in Jamaica was very outdoor. Mm. It's very... Colorful valleys, you have hills, you have. It's, it's not indoors, yeah. it's outdoor life. You really go indoors only at night to sleep. Yeah. So the environment is always crucial to one's um, focus, you know. And this is why I believe 
of people who are in the, the city and the people who are in the country. They're two different people. Yeah. Country people and town people are two different mindsets. You know? yeah. Environment shaping again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I, I like my garden. Like so you like somewhere quiet, like silence. That's what you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you put your phone on silence. Oh Only place God. to find you is in the front line in the masjid, mashallah. <laughs> and I get a lot of stick from people. I've been phoning you. Yeah. Phoning you. Why don't you answer your phone? But that's me. But it helps you to accomplish your goal. Have you always been like that as well? Because, like, for example, you know, like before, when even before, mashallah, you, you before you was a Muslim, you still... You know, you were accomplishing stuff and goals, and it's that like that. Where you used to always, where you always find somewhere quiet, silence. Yeah. You was that you're always method like to to do deep thinking, big yeah. thinking. I I have a book here. I'll give it to you to read. Yeah. Um, What's it called? It's called the opinions of Abdullah. Read it. Mashallah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Views and opinions by Abdullah Jannah. Yes, sir. Views and and this is. Letters I've written to to the newspapers yeah. over years. Mashallah, and yeah. And printed my letters. <laughs> I definitely read it. So I'm going to give it to you to read. Yeah. About my your views and opinions, so I'll be able to give more time management and strategy from there. Yes. <laughs> but view. silence is the place number one place you like silence and in solitude. Yeah. Mashallah. Yeah. Mashallah, it's been an hour and a half of pleasure. Picking your brain, knowledge, and experience. Eh, alhamdulillah, thanks to Allah eh, for giving us the health and eh, to be able to, you know, sit here in your lovely house surrounded by your favorite objects, books. MashaAllah, <laughs> Tafarik. So, uh, so, I want to say thanks first of all. Alhamdulillah, Abdullah, really appreciate you and eh, giving me your time and, and sharing us your knowledge and experience. It's been great. You know, talking to you today, it was a pleasure and honor. I've learned so much from you today. And Jazakallah khairan. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. All praise and thanks to Allah. Guys, that's it for today's episode, inshallah. And please do remember that the habits of the heart, habits of the mind, habits of the soul, and the habits of the body do matter. They shape our existing and our future in this life and the year after. And you don't decide your future, you decide your habits, and your habits will decide your future. Please always keep that in mind. And please, if you found this beneficial, do me a favor and share it with family and friends. And until the next episode, inshallah, take care. And I wish you success in this life and the hereafter. And I ask Allah to give us all. Rabbina atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirat hasanatan wa qina al-avanar. Oh Allah, give us good in this life and the hereafter. And safeguard us from the punishment and the hellfire. Ameen. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Oh, no.